Welcome, friends. I'm Reverend Tim Earhart, and this is Daily Bible Reflections for February 27, 2024. Today's New Testament lesson is Hebrews chapter 11, verses 1 to 3 and 13 to 19. True faith. Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. All these people were still living by faith when they died. They did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance, admitting that they were foreigners and strangers on earth. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith Abraham, when God tested him, offered Isaac as a sacrifice. He who had embraced the promises was about to sacrifice his one and only son, even though God had said to him, It is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. Abraham reasoned that God could even raise the dead, and so in a manner of speaking, he did receive Isaac back from death. New International Version Faith is important. It's part of us. We are all people of faith, maybe not sharing the same faith, but it is faith nonetheless. Belief transcends time. Faith is rooted in the past, it's experienced in the present, and it's future-oriented. In Christianity, faith is historically moored to the redemptive events of Christ's incarnation, life, death, resurrection, and ascension. This historic faith has continuing ramifications into the present time, and it is a faith which believes Christ is coming again to judge the living and the dead. People of faith allow their belief in what is coming to shape how they live now in daily life. The biblical character of Abraham is synonymous with faith, and for good reason. God had told Abraham he would have a son with his wife Sarah. This would not be unusual, except for the fact that the couple were well advanced in age, and Sarah was incapable of having children. Yet despite the overwhelming odds, Abraham believed God. Years later, and with a mix of patience and impatience from the would-be parents, the promise from God was realized. Abraham and Sarah had a son, Isaac. Isaac was known as the child of the promise. So that's why God's command was so perplexing. Take your son, this child of the promise, and go to the mountain and sacrifice him there. What? But it only seems strange and super weird to us. There was no reaction from Abraham in Genesis 22, no questioning, no talk back. 
Abraham simply went about the business of saddling up the donkey, chopping some wood for the sacrifice, and took his only son with him on the journey to the mountain. We might wonder what was going through Abraham's mind through all of this. While you and I might try and figure out if, he, if we really heard God or not, Abraham had a history of talking with God. He knew God's voice as well as he knew his own. Abraham was well down the road of relationship with the God he served. We gain the insight from the author of Hebrews into Abraham's thought process, a line of thinking that's consistent with a person who has a regular habit of talking with God. The promise was given to Abraham that it would be Isaac who receives the family blessing. So when Abraham's faith underwent a maximum test, he was willing to sacrifice Isaac. He reasoned and believed that God could raise people to life. Abraham simply thought he would get Isaac back from death. Abraham didn't try and figure out God's mind. He didn't get into a debate with God about the contradiction of ethics he was being asked to do. He just obeyed. Abraham knew that it didn't matter if Isaac were killed because God would raise him from death. This, of course, is not what happened. It was all a test of faith. Abraham knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is the Lord who provides. You and I, along with all the faithful believers who have gone before us, rarely know why we are facing the unwanted and unasked-for circumstances we are enduring. We don't always know what in the world God is thinking. Yet, like Abraham, if we have a spiritual history of walking with God and hearing the Lord's voice, we don't hesitate to respond. We are convinced God will provide. Obedience for the follower of Christ is not a burden, but a privilege, even when we are being tested beyond our seeming emotional ability to do it. True biblical faith is neither an existential leap into darkness, nor is it a simple recognition of certain facts. Rather, Christian faith is a reliance upon and a commitment to the promises of God that results in taking a risk. Sovereign Lord, your ways are sometimes strange and confusing. Yet I know that everything you do is always right, just, and good. It is to your gracious and merciful character that I know you will provide. My allegiance is to you. In the name of Jesus Christ, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.